Hello and welcome to the First Baptist Church of LaGrange. What an honor it is to have you listening to our church broadcast today. We hope that as you listen along, following in your Bible, that you experience the grace and presence of Christ just as strongly as we do every Sunday in our worship service. May God truly bless you as you listen. Well, amen. Well, hey, you know, there's some famous characters of Christmas. I don't know if you have ever heard of some of those. (laughs) I think one of the famous characters of Christmas definitely has to be Rudolph. Santa is another famous character of Christmas, right? How many of you like to watch It's a Wonderful Life? Do I have any of those people in the house? James Stewart. He's my man. Love, Love Jimmy, man. Tim Allen played the Santa Claus in those movies. And that's that's a character of Christmas. Macaulay Culkin and Joe Pesci and Home Alone. Man, I love those movies, characters of Christmas. I I could go on and on uh, about those characters of Christmas, but what I want to talk to you this morning just for a few moments is some other characters of Christmas. I want you to see just really quickly that they reveal three wonderful Christmas truths. If you haven't been a part of our church family, welcome. I want you to know that we have been preaching through the book of Ruth Ruth has been leading us up to Christmas, and so far in the book of Ruth, we've seen three main characters. What you need to know kind of coming in is that the book of Ruth is about Ruth, but it's also about a woman named Naomi. Naomi married a man named Elimelech, and they moved out of Bethlehem due to a famine. And They went down into a place where the Moabites were, and those were people that God had said they shouldn't have anything to do with. And uh, Naomi and Elimelech had two sons. And those two sons married two other women, Ruth and Orpah. But Elimelech dies, and so do the two sons. And so now Naomi is stuck in a foreign land with only her two daughters-in-law. One of them chooses to stay with her, namely Ruth, And the other one goes back to her family. And so Ruth and Naomi begin their way back to Bethlehem. What I want to tell you is, is that if you need to know more information about those and that kind of story, you can go back and listen to our messages from Ruth chapters 1 through 3. What I want to do today is just remind us that these are really Christmas characters because they're pointing us to the birth of the Messiah. These three characters, Naomi, Ruth, and Boaz, today are going to stand for, and they symbolize something important in our lives. And I want you to see, first of all, let's talk about Naomi. Naomi is the character of Christmas who represents God. She teaches us first that there is one who is the lover of our soul. There is one who is the lover of our soul. You see, Naomi in this story represents the love of a parent as she teaches us about the one who is the lover of our soul. What I want you to know about this is that our God is moved in a way to save us. That's what I want you to see. That our God is moved in a way to save us. You see, Naomi loves Ruth very much. She longs for her to be redeemed. She longs for her to be provided for. She really, really desires for her to not go hungry and to be saved from a famine. Naomi deeply desires her to be blessed with a family and with a husband, and she's moved with deep compassion and love to help her. I need you to know today that our God loves us very much, and it's, 
in his heart to be moved with compassion to save us, to rescue us, to redeem us because we're so incredibly valuable to our God. He's moved in a way to save us, but then secondly, our God is moved to make a way to save us. Our God is moved to make a way to save us. Naomi begins to put together a plan for how they're gonna get back to Bethlehem. Because love is an action verb, she goes into action. She tells Ruth exactly where to go, who to speak to, and everything that she must do. And beloved, I need you to know today that our God loves us and was so moved to save us that he put together a plan. He sent his one and only son, Jesus, to come and to die for us, and then he tells us where to go, who to speak to, and everything that we must do to be saved. That's exactly what Gracie pictured this morning in her baptism. But you see, there's one other thing I need you to know, and that is that our God moves in a way to save us. Naomi impresses it upon Ruth's heart that doing this and following this plan is her only hope. She influences her in such a way that Ruth feels compelled to do what she says to follow the plan. And I want you to know this morning that God, through the power of his Holy Spirit, would move in your heart. That through the power of his Holy Spirit, he would draw you to himself to come to him, to follow him, and to trust and his plan to save us. You see, I need you to know today that our God loves us very much and is moved in a way to save us. 2 Peter 3, 9 says this, that the Lord is not slow about his promise, as some count slowness, but is patient, not wishing for any to perish, but for all to come to repentance. That's the heart of my God. John 3, 16 says it this way, for God so loved the world, put your name there, For God so loved Jill, Stephanie, Elizabeth, Sam. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Romans 5.8 says this. But God demonstrates his own love toward us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. See, Naomi's the character of Christmas that tells us that there is one who is the lover of our soul. Let's move to Ruth now. See, Ruth is a character of Christmas who represents sinners. And that is that there are those who are lost in their sin. Did you know that? Ruth has been the foreigner, the one whose people have rebelled against God. And as such, she teaches us about those who are sinners. Can I just, in love and grace, just tell you today that, first of all, we are all ruined that we're all ruined. Ruth had lost her husband. She was in a famine. And here's this tragic news. She could not do anything. She couldn't do a single thing to save herself. She was helpless. She was bankrupt. And every single one of us is like this. Every single one of us is ruined in our sin, and we can do nothing to save ourselves. But Christmas tells us some really good news Because while we're all ruined, we can all respond. Did you know that today, that we all can respond? She responded to Boaz's grace when she went to work in his fields. Boaz received her. He saw her, and he had compassion on her, and he offered to help her. And that's what God does. He sees us in our sin, and he offers us to give us his favor, his amazing grace to save us, to show us his love, and you and I can respond, but then also we can all repent. 
See, when Ruth went there, she still had her mourning clothes on, the clothes of her grief of losing her husband. And Naomi tells her to wash and tells her to change her clothes and and tells her to prepare herself. And she moved after she had cleansed herself. She removed the garments that represented her past. And you see, when you and I come to the Lord Jesus, we begin to sense the love of the Father and this conviction of the Holy Spirit. And you and I, too, lay down our clothes. We, We cleanse ourselves of our former sins And we do what God has asked us to do. But you know, that leads me to something else. And that is that we can all request. We can all request knowing that Boaz was the only one able to help her, the only one to save her, the only one to whom she could turn. She asked Boaz to redeem her. And I want you to know today that you too can come to Jesus and request that he save you that he pay the price for your sin and to allow you to come under his protection from the wrath of God on all sin. You can request that today, just like Gracie did. But then you know what? Here's some really good news that we all can receive. We all can receive because from Boaz, after she asked, she received both the promise of redemption and the pledge of future redemption. In other words, when we come to Jesus, He promises not only to save us from our sin, but to give us a home in heaven, that the Holy Spirit would come and live inside of us and that we would have perfect relationship with God through Christ. You see, the Bible says this, beloved. Isaiah 53, 6 says this, that all of us like sheep have gone astray. Each of us has turned to his own way. That's what I mean, that all of us are lost in our sin. But the good news is, but the Lord has caused the iniquity or the sin of us all to fall on him, meaning Jesus. The Bible says in Romans 3.23 that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Romans 6.23 says the wages of sin is death, beloved, but the free gift of our God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. So how do we get that? Romans 10, 9, and 10 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you would be saved. For with the heart a person believes, resulting in righteousness, and with the mouth he confesses, resulting in salvation. I want you to know today that I'm gonna give you an opportunity to do that in just a few moments, to place your faith where God placed his son, and that's in a cross in a tomb, and in a resurrection, because that's what Christmas is all about. You see, Ruth tells me that about these people, these, the folks like me who are lost in our sin. Naomi tells me about the lover of our soul, but then Boaz. Boaz represents the character of Christmas who represents Jesus. And what he tells me is that there is one who is the Lord of our salvation. There is one who is the Lord of our salvation. Remember that the only one who could help Ruth was Boaz. Why? Because she had to have somebody that was related to her by law. Not only one that was related, but one that was able. And what that tells me is that Jesus is worthy to redeem. Jesus is worthy. You see, Boaz was a close relative of Naomi, and he's the only one that could redeem her. And Jesus Christ came at Christmas. Ben sang it. Emmanuel means that God is one of us. 
that God put on flesh and became one of us so that he could be our redeemer. Jesus came as the divine son of God, came to earth, was born of a virgin, and was clothed and put on human flesh so that he could be our closest relative, so that he could save us. Jesus is worthy to redeem. Let me tell you something. I want you to write this down. And I've learned something a long time ago that a short pencil is better than a long memory. Can I just tell you something? That unless the Son of God became a Son of Man, the sons of men can never become the sons of God. You just need to know that. Jesus is worthy to redeem, but then also Jesus is willing to redeem. He's willing to redeem. You see, Boaz was a wealthy man and definitely had the ability and the means to take care of Ruth. It's one thing to be able to help. It's another thing to be willing. Many people have the means, but many people don't have the heart. Jesus is not only worthy to redeem, he's the right one, but he deeply desires to do it. Jesus is willing to redeem. And lastly, very quickly, Jesus is waiting to redeem. Boaz had to wait on Ruth to come to him. He deeply loved her and desired for her to come to him. He couldn't force her. He couldn't make her. And Jesus waits patiently for any and all to come to him. He is waiting on you this morning. Would you allow him to save you from your sin? Because see, beloved, that's what Christmas is all about. The Bible says in John 14, 6, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no one, no one, no one comes to the Father but through me. Romans 10, 13 says, for whoever will call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. You're saying, what does all this have to do with Christmas? I'm so glad you asked. Because in Luke 2.11, the characters show right back up. Do you see it? For today, in the city of David, there has been born for you a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Has been born. That's parenting language. It's the lover of our soul. It's God the Father sending his only son because he's the lover of our soul. Has been born for you. Those are the ones that are being born for you. Those are those who are lost in their sin to whom a savior has been given. And his name is Christ Jesus, the Lord. He's the savior who would be given for our sins. That's the characters of Christmas. God, the father, lost sinners and the Lord Jesus Christ. And he offers himself on a tree. And we celebrate that. We put up trees to symbolize that Jesus, the life of God, who has eternal life, who's an evergreen tree, that if you were to come to him, you could receive Christ. I wonder this morning, would you pray with me right now? If you have never given your life to Christ, I would ask you maybe that if you're sensing the Holy Spirit working in your heart, if you're sensing that today 
is the day that you want to trust Christ. You want to be forgiven of your sins, that you want to know who this God really is, that you would pray something like this from your heart. God, this morning, I realize that I am a sinner, that I have broken your heart, broken your laws, and that I indeed have sinned. God, this morning I ask that you would forgive me of all my sin. That you would come into my heart and make me new. I trust and believe that Jesus died for me. That he was buried for me. That he was raised from the dead to give me life. I ask you today for that life. I ask you today for that hope. Jesus, save me. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that you do what you say. Now help me live for you with all that I am. Thank you for Christmas. It's in Jesus' name I pray. You know, we're gonna sing another song and I want you to know that, man, if you prayed that prayer that I'll be available after the service. Hopefully be back there by the door and I'd love for you to come grab me by the hand and say, Pastor, I prayed that prayer. Or if you'd like to know more about that, I would love for you to say, hey, Pastor, can you share with me some more? You saw Pastor Justin up here. You can grab him by the hand. You can grab any of these folks up here that are on this stage by the hand, and we would love to introduce you to Jesus. But now let's sing, and then when we're done, I'll come and dismiss you.